Join us for lively discussion about the A-State community. Each week, we'll meet with a variety of faculty, staff, and students to discuss all things Arkansas State University. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. And this is A-State Connections on KASU and ASU-TV. You can also listen by searching for Red Wolf Radio on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jonathan Reeves, Academic Advisor for the School of Media and Journalism and the Department of Communication at Arkansas State. It's hard to believe, but today we wrap up our season of shows by talking about two ways students can get involved in media at Arkansas State. ASU TV and Red Wolf Radio are available for students to run shows and get valuable on-air experience. Telling us more about this are ASU TV station manager Easton John and Red Wolf Radio station manager Quentin Takas. And thank you both for joining us here on A-State Connections. Thank you for having us. So Easton, tell me about who you are, where you're from, and how you came to Arkansas State. So I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. And, you know, when I was looking for colleges and Arkansas State popped up on my list and when I went to tour it, it, it stood out like a sore thumb. Like when I when I came here, you know, the program is just unbelievable. And just getting able to like being able to connect with so many different people is awesome. And yeah, it's just when I toured Arkansas State, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. Very good. And Quentin, tell us about you know same thing for you, please. So um, in high school, I've always been wanting to do radio stuff. So when I was looking for colleges, I was interested in their radio program. And being in Oklahoma, we, don't, we have a few schools that have radio, but those schools are super expensive. And so I found Arkansas State through my counselor who accidentally applied me for Arkansas State. <laughs> accidentally. Ooh, yeah. Accidentally. So I thought it was U of A, but I visited uh, Arkansas State after they accepted me and uh, the head of the department showed me the radio station and everything you can do with it. And from then on, I was like hooked about it. So when my freshman year came along, I was all up and running. Very good. So it, I always love hearing about the stories about how people come to Arkansas State, especially when you're coming from out of state to be able to do that. And I know Quentin, specifically, you've been in, or excuse me, Easton, you've been in the studio an awful lot, doing a lot of shows and all that. And Quentin, I know that you've been doing it as well. How did you first start getting involved in your respective mediums? First of all, with ASU TV Easton, how did you start getting involved in that? So how I started getting involved in ASU TV was, you know, for a class. And then I was in EXP1, and Mr. Dustin Sullivan was teaching that class. And he, I went to one of the shows that, were, uh, that was being broadcasted called Red Wolf Roundtable. And I was like, I was so intrigued by how this all worked and stuff. And I've never really learned that. So I asked him, like, can I come and help out as much as I can? He's like, sure. And this was, like, my sophomore year. And ever since then, like, my sophomore, junior, and now my senior year, I've just been gaining a lot of experience by the, by the years go by. Sure. And, yeah, it's just becoming a station manager has been a lot of fun so far. So tell us about your roles. What do you do as station manager? So what I do is I set the cable channel. So what you're watching right now will be on our cable channel, and I have to set a 
list of, you know, times and dates when shows are going to be on 24 hours a day, seven, 24 hours, seven days a week. So it's, it's a constant grind. And also I sort of make connections with people and say, hey, do you want to, are you interested in becoming a producer for ASU-TV or having your own show? And just building connections with a lot of different people is, is truly amazing. Quentin, I want to ask you about Red Wolf Radio. How did you start getting involved in that, sir? So when I got to college my freshman year, I was, I had one goal, and that was to get involved with Red Wolf Radio as fast as possible. I was an undeclared major when I got here, and my roommate, about two weeks in, living in K's, he got me a pamphlet about Red Wolf Radio. It was out of date, but I met up with an old professor named Lars Roberts, mm-hmm. and he showed me all the stuff we could do with it. And I wasn't even taking any media classes at the time, and I was making content just for fun for like a whole semester before I even became a creative media major. So for people who are heard of Red Wolf Radio but are not sure what Red Wolf Radio is, can you explain that, please? Uh, it's a student-ran um, organization, student-ran radio station, where basically you can go in and you can, as long as the show is not, like, horrible, you can make it. It can be over any topic you want, politics, music, theater. We had a really good theater show a couple of years back. Yeah, and I know that I've heard stories of, for example, international students who've been able to, you know, they knew when their families would be listening on the internet and they'd be able to, you know, kind of put those shows on and so that way their students be able to do that. But uh, I think it's cool. How many, uh, and I know that you've been trying to build it up, especially after COVID and trying to get that back. How's, how are things going in that regard by way of getting students uh, involved in Red Wolf Radio? Um, it comes in waves. Yeah. It's, it's hard to work with um specifically mostly just volunteers because the only thing I can offer them is it's a passion project sure yeah and I can't guarantee there's listeners or anything you just have to have that want to do it yeah but how do people listen to Red Wolf Radio Uh, we have an app called Live 365 you just look up Red Wolf Radio and it's running 24-7 very good fantastic so tell us about um, the different shows that ASU TV has I know that once again Red Wolf Roundtable is one Easton the year on. Tell us about some of the other shows that you all have. So we have A-State Connections. We right. have State of NEA. Uh, we're having my new show that's that's being presented on Friday. It's uh, called ASU TV Tonight. And then we also have Wald, which is a, a um, escape room show. And it's it's so fun to watch that. And it's, it's a lot of fun watching our producers sort of take the initiative and go all out for this project. Because, I mean, if you've watched Wald when it comes out, um, it's just it's a lot of fun to be a part of the production, but the different puzzles and how in depth they are and people are spending their own time creating this project, it, it's awesome. So one of the things that I, I talk to sports media uh, majors about this is that whenever you're watching, like say for example, College Game Day on ESPN, you know, you're seeing the, the byproduct of it. You're seeing, you don't see all the behind the scenes aspect of that. Mm-hmm. But now being able to work on a show like Wall or whatever, uh, does it kind of change the way you view show production? And if so, how? Yes, I mean, usually when I was a sophomore, I did not know that a lot of, like what all went into creating a production. But since I've been learning, you know, it's all about, you know, making sure your camera's focused. I mean, just the little things that you gotta know, making sure props are in the right place, you know, and making sure audio levels aren't bouncing in the red, but they're bouncing in the yellow. Um, But it's just the little things that have really gotten to me and it's, yeah. 
Right. So one of the things that uh, I know that it's important, obviously, for for students to be able to get involved in these shows like ASU TV, uh, Red Wolf Radio and that. What are some of the ways that you would or maybe help recruit people to be able to, to be involved in this? And we'll talk about ASU TV first. OK, so if, if you want to get involved with ASU TV, it's as simple as, you know, just just coming in and just having a passion for creating television, creating a show. And once you find those types of people that have the passion and have the drive to want to do this, they can do anything. Because, like, if you think of me as, for example, I just came in asking questions and just asking Mr. Sullivan, hey, what, what, what does it take to do this? And now look at, now look at me. I'm sure. Right. So just, it's just asking questions and getting to know people and just having that drive and want to create a show. Quentin, I think you said this uh, very well, passion mm-hmm. on Red Wolf Radio. You know, so same question to you about how do you be able, uh, you know, look for students to be able to, to, to come on uh, Red Wolf Radio. Yeah, so like Easton said, um, you need passion to want to do it. And if you, any idea you want, the creativity is the sky. The sky's the limit. And you can make shows such as, like, I made a, a show called Indie Education. I ran that for two years where I just played music and talked about it. But if you come in the station, the, the station is your oyster. Those two hours are yours. You can do whatever you want. It could be as long as you want, anything you want. Yeah. And, and also, just, you know, I'm, I'm going to be real. You know, starting in this industry, we all know it's, it's rough. You know, like you're, you're not going to get you know, paid as, as the big bucks like Stephen A. Smith right. or, or the big broadcasters starting out, you're not going to get that right away. So you have to work your way up. And you, whatever it is, you just got to find that. And once you have that passion, you have that drive, you can honestly do anything. You know, and, and that's one of the things about, I've, I've told students, some students may say, well, I'm not sure how to be able to get into the business. These are the ways to be able to do it, you yeah. know, to be able to get that valuable experience. Right. Uh, and so uh, I think you're exactly right, you know, by way of, of getting involved, asking those questions and doing that. Um, before we take a break, um, I'll tell you what, I, I, let's go ahead and do that early. Let's go into that now because I want to talk about show production and how to start new shows and what that looks like and talk a little bit more about ACU TV, Red Wolf Radio. So we're going to, because I don't want to start... <laughs> You, you, you know, right. doing that, and then we have to take a break. So let's go into that right now. ASU TV station manager Easton John and Red Wolf Radio station manager Quentin Takas here on A-State Connections. We'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break, and we'll be right back after this. When you say experience counts, it's experience that counts for a lifetime.
KASU, the public media service of Arkansas State University, will present the Arkansas Roots 10th Anniversary Concert, celebrating Arkansas's musical heritage at 7 p.m. Saturday, December 2nd, in Riceland Hall of the Fowler Center. Featured artists include Brad Apple, Tim Crouch, Danny Dozier, Earl Hees, Gary Rounds, Pam Setzer, and the Lockhouse Orchestra. For tickets, visit Ticket. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. Welcome back to A-State Connections on KASU and ASU-TV. I'm Jonathan Reeves. As we're continuing our conversation today by talking about ASU-TV and Red Wolf Radio. Joining me today, ASU-TV station manager Easton John and Red Wolf Radio station manager Quentin Takis. And thank you both for joining us here on A-State Connections. So I want to ask about show production, specifically if you're doing it right from scratch. And I know we talked earlier before the break about, you know, your thoughts of how show production you know, has changed now that you're doing that. Take us through the process of if you have an idea for a new show on ASU-TV, and then we'll go to Red Wolf Radio, how does that come from your initial idea onto the screen? Kind of tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, so I'll bring Red Wolf Roundtable up, for example. You know, you're going <laughs> to, for your first show, you're, you're going to be nervous. You know, you're going to be kind of shaken, and you just... You want it to go well, but some of the things that go behind the scenes in creating a show is, you know, you have you have your you have to just have your topics that you want to talk about, and you have to have the personality to sort of back up those references and those points that you make during your during a sports show, and so the other different things that you have to have are just, you know, the passion and an idea, and making sure that you keep up to date with your sports topics and you keep up to date with if you're doing news as well um, and just making sure that your your props or any video content that you want to put on the show is is up to date right yeah. on the radio side quentin i know that some people may say and and i i did radio for 30 years so i know you don't have all the video to deal with and all that at least you didn't at one point now if you're doing something like this which could be audio only or audio and video for TV. You have more things to think about, but there's still a lot of steps too to put a new show together on a state or on a on Red Wolf uh, Radio. Uh, yeah, for example, my show I started my freshman year and kept it going for a while. My first time, my first episode, I scripted every single word I was going to say for my 30-minute segment, and I did that like twice, and I was like, I can't do this. It sounds like I'm reading from a script, and I don't really want people thinking that and so eventually I got good enough to where I could like just have bullet points and eventually I started doing the live thing and just going just trying to do it from you know right within um but yeah and there was no guidance on how to start doing the radio thing really for me so I just kind of had to find my own kind of way of doing it I feel like production when it comes to radio is kind of at least for a new show or something, is kind of like a personal experience. Everyone does it differently. I'd sit in the studio and get frustrated because I mispronounced a word and then restart the audio. And yeah. yeah, Right, and everybody, you know, I'll bring up Stephen A. Smith, for example. If you want to be a sports host, everybody wants to be like him, you know? They, sure. You're loud, obnoxious, having the hot takes, but you have to come to realize that you have to be your own person, and you can't, you can't, you can't be like other people. I mean, you can, but... You just, you have to find what 
you have to find yourself when you're doing these productions. And starting off, if you want to be like Stephen A., great. But then as you go on and you're doing more shows, more episodes, you're creating your own personality. And that's what I like to see whenever we're doing, when we're doing new shows for ACU-TV is people's personality sort of developing. And that's, what we, and that's the whole goal for ACU-TV is just watching people develop. Right. And that, that, that way when they're truly themselves, mm -hmm. they can do their best shows. Exactly. When they're, when they're exactly who they or they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I've thought about um, actually doing this on, on Red Wolf Radio, maybe doing an 80s show. You know, show of music of the 80s. I think that would be, you know, because that's just kind of what I do, you know. And then yeah. maybe do like an hour-long show. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk, yeah, yeah, that's yeah we'll talk awesome. about Quentin. We'll talk about that for, for Red Wolf Radio for sure. Um, so anyway, on that, with both of you being station managers in your respective mediums, what have you learned the most uh, about your, you know, about what you're doing, about your jobs and those things? Quentin, I'll let you start. Yeah, Quentin, go ahead and start on that one. <laughs> um Persistence is key, and you also need to have a drive, like Easton was saying. You have to create content, even though you don't know people are listening, because in the end, um, you know, quantity and quality, they'll all mix in. And, and there's always someone listening. Yeah. There's always someone listening. <laughs> Myself, yeah. Sometimes. yeah, so what I've learned is patience, for one, and then listening as well, listening to other people, making sure that, that their voice is being heard. If they have an idea, like take it all in and then give them the respect of uh, criticism back and just making sure you have patience, listening, uh, and being flexible, honestly, is, is the one thing I've learned as well is, you know, things aren't gonna go your way 100% of the time. So being able to readjust, call, call an audible, and uh, making sure that the situation is fixed. So, yeah. yeah, I'm calling audibles in my head all the time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's just, Omaha. That's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, just for once, I want someone to say Red Wolf, you Red know, Wolf. something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. Omaha. We need Jalen Rayner's help with that. Yeah, <laughs> Oklahoma, you know, something like that. So I, I want to talk to you about faculty members. You, you've said that uh, you've referenced Galen uh, Perkins, uh, Dustin Sullivan, uh, Mary Jackson Pitts, and others. How have the faculty helped? you all uh, in, in the process of your, uh, of, of, of your collegiate career? I mean, they, they push me. They don't, the, the, the faculty members that you just mentioned, um, they push me a lot, but they will not give you the answer. They will not, you have to, they strive to work, to have you work to get that answer. You know, they're not just going to give you it. You know, that you have to work to find who you are and find, just what what you want to be and yeah. what you want to create. Yeah. Quinn? Yeah, I'd say they make it about as close to the real world like thing when it comes to creative media as they can while still being professors. Yeah. So what's next for you all? Uh, and Easton, I'll ask you that first. Uh, what's next for me is, you know, trying to find a, a job, you know, whether it I, whether it's in Kansas City or some other part of the United States, you know, just finding somewhere that, finding a job that that speaks to me and is just, is, is what I want to do and what 
I, I just don't want to go to work. I want to like have fun and go to work. You sure. know what I mean? So just finding that place is, is what's next for me. And it's true. You'll never work a day of your life if yeah. you find something you're really passionate exactly. about and all and, that. And my dad always says, like, you have 80 years to figure out what, what you want to do in life. <laughs> so true. I'm going to use all those 80 years. <laughs> and hopefully a little bit more and all <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So that will be fine. Yeah. Uh, Quentin, you. So I haven't announced it publicly, but this is my last semester as a Rebel Radio manager. I've been recently getting into TV production in town. I've been working for CBS and Fox and making commercials there. So I've decided since um, radio is kind of, radio is fun, but I also want to do other things creatively as well. Yeah. So as long as I'm being creative in life, I'll be happy. And after college, I think I'll try my hand at moving around like a nomad again, and, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, you know, one of the things about it is that with, with the way that multimedia production is, it's all about, it's not just, you know, segmented in just radio anymore or just TV. Everything is all blending together and, and that. And even though, yes, you do have the separate uh, mediums uh, still, uh, there are a lot, especially on websites and that there's, as you all know, there's obviously there's those different, you know, components that all kind of work together. Right. Uh, and so that's definitely important for, for everyone to kind of learn uh, on that, to be able to, to really do well. So Arkansas State, your thoughts on how a state has impacted you overall? Man, you want to start, Quinn? Or you no, want don't to... stop throwing your questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, okay, so how Arkansas State has impacted my life. And, man, I was not the smartest person in the bunch. I didn't have the highest ATC, ACT score, so I had to you know, write a letter, rec, a, a letter to them saying this is why you should uh, have me as a student, and they accepted it and they gave me a chance, and I am so glad that this university has because I do, I am I'm so grateful for all the opportunities they've brought me, and yeah, it's just it's it's crazy that this university that. I, I mean, it's just, it's so impactful, and it's not the biggest campus in the world, but it's, it's a campus that speaks to me, and they have given me a lot, and I appreciate every single person in this university. Yeah. Quentin? Yeah. So, um, in high school, uh, a lot of the faculty, most of my counselor didn't really think I'd go to college after high school, but when I got into A-State, A-State really gave me that chance to, you know, learn and do things and they didn't like hold a grudge against my ACT scores and you know because I'm mm -hmm. I'm more of a creative person than I am a, a study person and they you know they let me be as creative as I wanted to be with also maintaining my grades. Very good. So tell us about your shows that are, that are coming up. Easton I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll talk to you about that. Uh, you said you have ASU TV tonight. tonight yeah. Going. Tell us about that. So it's basically our, our spin on a Tonight Show sort of thing. And uh, it's going to be myself and Ty Phillips. And we're going to just go back and forth talking about funny uh, funny news that's going on, going on right now. And there's a lot of funny stuff to pick from. Exactly, <laughs> there is. So we'll, we'll be discussing those as well as, you know, sit down. Uh, we're going to be talking with Colby Wood. Uh, he's one of our ASU TV producers who produces Wald and sort of dive into his mind about what he is going to do with Wald and what he's got coming up. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and tell us about you have any projects that's coming up, Quentin? Um, yeah, other than just like the TV stuff at CBS, um, I do my, I'm keeping up my passion podcast and indie education that streams on Spotify. All right, very good. So uh, people, 
these two, you need to be able to keep them definitely uh, in, you know, in check. We're going to be seeing a lot of both of you. Uh, I'm pretty sure of it. So once again, remember these names, Easton John, <laughs> Quentin Takis. Awesome. We appreciate y'all so much. No, thank you. That's going to do it for this edition of A-State Connections. Once again, my guests are Easton John, Quentin Takis. Give them jobs. <laughs> I want to thank Creative Media Production instructor Galen Perkins and his amazing students who are always running the show behind the scenes. Also, thanks to engineers Clayton Holterfield and Jacob Keene for their help. And thank you for watching. You can listen to this episode of A-State Connections by searching for Red Wolf Radio Podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. And we'll have a new season of shows, A-State Connections, starting in January. See you then. And so long, everybody. Happy holidays.